How's it going, guys? Welcome to this very somber edition of the Third Line Plug Sensecast. I am your host, Taylor Gibson. Joining me, as always, from the tropical metropolis of Calgary, Alberta, my co-host, Tim Jensey. Tim, I wish that this was under happy circumstances that we got together for the first time in almost two months. Yeah, all we have to talk about is the Maniacs blew it up. They really did it. Yep. So the reason why that we're here today is because yesterday, Thursday, September 13th, 2018, it finally happened. The Ottawa Senators traded Eric Carlson and Francois Perron to the San Jose Sharks for Chris Tierney, Dylan DeMilo, Josh Norris, Rudolph Belkers, a first in 2020, a second in 2019, a conditional second in 2021, and a conditional first, no later than 2022 now i know a lot of people listening to this are going to say oh what does tim and tay think of the trade do they think they got enough do they think they got too little that is irrelevant now all that matters eric carlson after nine seasons is gone and you know what this is probably the this is harder than when alfredson left this is worse when we lost Brian Murray. This is worse than anything that's ever happened to this franchise. And the well, reason why is because as Senator fans, we've always been looked down upon despite the team's on-ice success, excluding the four years of expansion and last season. And, you know, even with all the Toronto media and fans shitting on us, like Tim and Sid, seriously, fuck Tim and Sid, and all the on, uh, off-ice drama caused by Eugene Melnick. You know, we can always hang our hat on, yeah, well, we have Eric Carlson. We have a once-in-a-generation talent that even Brian Fiber Sixes says nobody has ever seen since the likes of Bobby goddamn Orr. And... We ran him out the fucking door. This is yet... This is yet Eugene Melnick blackballing another person who played a big role in our success. Much like... Tom and Selmy, Cyril Leader, and Daniel Alfredson. And you know yeah. what? Like Carlson, in the last 10 years, he's gone from a guy who Senator fans looked at him like, who is this guy and why did we trade him? To a guy that we were still on the fence like, really? Is this guy really that good to be on the roster? To winning a first Norris trophy, putting up 51 points, becoming a once-in-a-generation talent to becoming our captain. And that's no more. He is officially gone. And it's all because the owner can't afford it. And it, does, it doesn't help that this has been dragged out for a year. Yeah. It doesn't help that we were told that maybe he could stay. And then in the press conference after the trade, that was a lie. Yeah. And you know what? I got to give credit to Eric Carlson because you know what? Despite all the drama and all the bullshit with his team, he never threw the team under the bus. He never threw the team under the bus. He never threw the city under the bus. And he never threw the fans underneath the bus. Well, this is his forever home. Yep. And you know what? I don't know how you reacted yesterday, but I'll tell you. I was an emotional wreck. I've never had anything that hit me that hard in a long time. And I know that it's such a trivial thing, like... An athlete leaving town. And I understand that, you know what, it has no effect on the real world and what's going on 
outside of hockey, but you know what? To a lot of fans, like we've grown attached to these players and we've seen them night after night after night and we think that we know them. Well, and they interact, they do so much for the communities as well. So like, even even though like Carlson, it, Carlson's forever home is Ottawa, it's, you still feel like a lot of that positive force and positive social change that the Carlson's brought with them is going to be missing at least for half the year. Yeah, especially with the Can't Dim My Light campaign that they started. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah. we should really just go into looking at this trade, and I don't know what to say. I mean, really, I'm still in shock. I'm still grieving. And you know what? The only thing I could say is that we got nothing for him. Magic fucking beans. Yep. I would have never thought that we would have gotten more for Danny Heatley than we did for Eric Carlson. We got more for Jason Spezza. Yep. We got more for Alfredson, and he left town on his own. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm still like, emotional, Tim. The best thing we got was a third-line center in Chris Tierney. Yep. Like, what the fuck is that? I know. And, I mean, what, we got a third-pairing race-shot defenseman in Dylan DeMilo? Yeah, and some guy who looked pretty good at the World at World Cup by carving up Team Norway. I don't know. I really don't know what to say now. And you know what? The only thing I could have said is that I would have never seen San Jose as the team to get him. Because... All signs looked at Las Vegas because they were willing to give up Shea Theodore. They were willing to give up a first-round pick is what, what we needed. And what did we get? We got nothing. A once-in-a-generation talent, and we've got nothing for him. Well, like, the worst thing was is after that Pacioretty trade, I'm like, oh, okay, there's some value here. Because, like, Montreal traded uh, patches under the same auspices, and uh, they got a first-round pick and uh, Suzuki. And Thomas like Tatar. And Thomas Tatar. So they got a roster player, a blue chip prospect, and a first round. And this year's first round pick. Yeah. And Pacioretty is get? a solid top six player. He's not a once in a generation talent. Yeah. And we got fucking Magic Beans. Yeah. Like, I think my favorite one is, uh, it wasn't Bonk Smollett, but it was one of those, one of the Suns accounts. They did, like, the guy guy walking with his girlfriend looking at the lady in the red dress oh i saw that yeah it was uh it was six assets good assets good assets six assets it's so true it's sad too and no i think i've been pretty lenient with dorian given the situation he has to work in but at this point fuck him yeah like th this trade was egregious like yeah. he painted himself into a corner like he, like he misvalued, he misevaluated the entire situation, and he couldn't keep Melnick off his own back so that he could actually do something. And then he makes a retarded trade, and yeah. like at this point, the retarded trades are more the rule than the exception. Yeah, and you know, I know when we had Trevor Shackles on, and Shackles is not a Dorian fan. He made that perfectly clear. But you and I have always been pretty lenient, saying, well, you know, he's made his. You know, for every bad trade he's made, he's made his good ones. He brought in Victor Stahlberg, and he was able to bring in 
Gustafsson. Yeah, Gustafsson. Like, that Gustafsson trade was well done. Yeah, but then we remember that he traded Dolan for Burroughs. Which, you know, okay, as a trade itself, that was not great, but then they gave him the extension. Yeah. That's what really put the bottom out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, that's, the, that's the best thing I can say right now is, ugh. Yeah, no, like, and Dorian's not going to get fired because that costs money. Yeah, yeah, and they were already paying how many head coaches now? They're paying, what, Paul McLean? Yeah, they're uh, still playing Paul McLean. I Paul McLean. Dave Cameron? I think Cameron is, is Cameron up or are they still paying him too? I'll have to check into that. I'm not sure on that one. Yeah, and Guy Boucher. And it's just, oh, and you know what's scary? What? You know what, how much the total sends D costs? What? Nine million dollars. Guess how much of that is Cody CC? Four and a quarter. Fifty percent of Ottawa's defensive salary is Cody CC. It's terrible. So and... I mean, I don't know. Let's go into talk about these players. So Chris Terney, uh Last year for the Shark, he played 82 games, had 17 goals, 23 assists for 40 points as a center. Yeah, he's had a breakout year. Yeah, and Dylan Demilo had 20 assists in 63 games. Didn't score a goal. Nope. Probably better. He'll probably be our top right hand defenseman. No, I still see CC. I see CC. Weidman, DeLeo, or DeMilo sees DeMilo Weidman. And then you've got Shabbat, Boro, Harper. Oh, no, we got Will Annan. Oh, and Will Annan, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah, and I know there's a guy in my fantasy football league who is a Sharks fan, and I messaged him and be like, you know, I hope San Jose gives him everything that he has ever deserved because you know what? He did not deserve this. He did not deserve all the bullshit this team put him through the last year or so. Yeah. Well, they're they're cup favorites now. Yeah. Yeah, I would have never thought, eh? A team that had Brent Burns now has Eric Carlson. And and Vlasic. Yeah. Although a lot of the time Vlasic is just valued because he can eat up shot. It's not that he's actually a good shutdown, but still, you've got that. You've got a lot of very good defenseman and like burns carlson on the power play holy shit yeah yeah i'm i am sad yep i mean uh... josh norris he'll be an nhl player yep ceiling seems to be third third line (sighs) rudol's Balcors. It sounds like a construction comp. Like I googled it and I got a construction company before I got the pay- before I got the player. Hmm. Is it based in Germany? Yeah. Uh, kind of but I was like, oh no. So I just want to make this declaration right now is that I know you and I usually go see the Senators when they come to Vancouver or Calgary. <laughs> I'm saying that that you and I both got to boycott him. And I call on every Senators fan from coast to coast and in the United States to boycott the Sens when they come to town. Don't spend your money on Melnick. 
Spend your money on the one player that made us feel great to be a Sens fan. And that is Eric Carlson. I know San Jose is coming to Vancouver in February. I think on the 19th, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to look that. I think it's the 19th. And I'm probably going to look into tickets. Even if I get the cheapest ticket up in the rafters, I don't care. I want to be there. Well, I'm going I'm going to the San Jose game, and I'm wearing a Sens jersey, and I'm bringing a sign. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to wear my Carlson or my brand new Brian Forever Six shirt. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, the big thing is uh, opening for opening night, uh, like Sens fans are trying to do a no-show. Yep. So I encourage everyone to no-show. Let's see how empty we can get that arena. Send the fucking message. Yep, and I understand that our bod day from Maple Syrup Shot sent me an article from The Athletic that season tickets are under 4000 this year. Oh, we're going to bleed them dry. Hopefully. Be- and Well, here's the thing. We can't, we can't make it look like there is no market for this. So, like, Sens fans have to be out in force in other places. Yep. So that when the league looks into it, it's like there's obviously a fan base. It's Melnick's the problem. So like like fans have to like like still go to the like go to the bars like maybe go go pick it in front of Scotiabank sorry for a Canadian Tire Center go and force and support the Red Blacks. Yep. Like you have yep. to show that there's a market, but Red Blacks are looking good too this year. Yeah, you have to show there's a market, but you also have to drink. You have to drain Melnick. Yeah, because that. That whole organization needs to be cleansed top to bottom. It's terrible. I mean, I don't even know what to say anymore. And I know that a lot of fans on Twitter have just jumping off the wagon completely. And you know what? I don't even blame them anymore. I used to say, oh, you know, they're just jaded and they were looking for a reason to jump off the wagon. I don't even blame them anymore. Well, think about all the shit that has happened. How much of it was avoidable if the owner just wasn't a self-centered egomaniac who could support his investment? Yep. This this is it. That's where we we wouldn't need like you wouldn't need basic a man with the patience of a god to hold this fucker together in Brian Murray. Mm-hmm. Because the owner would get out of his own damn way. Like I'm saying this right now. As long as Melnick's here, we're the Cleveland Browns of hockey. Ooh, that's terrible. We could have a 40-point season, Ty. Oh, it's going to be tough. And we don't even have that first. Yeah, and we don't even have the fucking first. That's why I couldn't believe that fucking Dorian's talking out of his ass as if this is the time to start. This is the time to start the rebuild. Fam, we don't even have our own first. Get a clue, buddy. Yep. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I know one thing, Tim, is that with this trade, Eugene Melnick has declared war. Well, if he had, he doesn't have the money, but... Yeah, but he's declared war with the fans. Because you know what? Without the fans, there is no team. A hundred percent, and what's next is, I don't, Stone and Duchesne are up next year, and 
Why the hell did they assign? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we're going to have to be talking about it here in a few weeks, but we'll leave that until then. Yeah. And then, if yesterday couldn't get any worse, Pajot... Pajot tears his Achilles. It was a four to six months? Out for the season. Six months minimum is the update. He's out for the season. Like, it's terrible that he has this massive, potentially career-limiting injury. Yep. But good for him for getting away from this. Yeah, Yeah, that's good for the old mental health. Absolutely. So, you know, Tim, I don't really have anything more to say, and... I guess we should just head into the close because we will be back next week and we will be back until mid-April. Yeah, probably more, but this is... It's going to be hard and we'll try we'll try our best to make it fun, but... It's going to be I tough. I think it has to be known that it's disgruntled Suns fans. Absolutely. So... And... For this edition, guys, we really can't thank you enough for listening because Tim and I really hope that you enjoyed it, even though it is such a sad topic. You can find us on iTunes. Please listen, rate, and subscribe. We are on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash thirdlineplugsensecast. And because our bot Dave made the mention, we are on Google Play Music. You can find us on Twitter, at thirdlineplug is our Twitter handle. Tim is at m91honeybadger, and I'm at greatwhitegipster, g-r-8-w-y-t-e, gipster. If you want to shoot us an email to talk about the Eric Carlson trade, you can shoot us an email, thirdlineplugsensecast at gmail.com. So, Tim, do you have any final thoughts before we close it out? Just thank you for everything over the past nine years, Eric and Melinda Carlson. It's been an amazing ad- adventure from Ian Mendez taking eric carlson to ikea for the first time to hear absolutely my final thoughts and i'm gonna read this tweet that michelle schreider put up on twitter last night she said i am a sense fan i have always been a sense fan i will always be a sense fan but i will never forgive them for this